Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I, I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. You know, I still remember the day Rush Limbaugh passed away. As we were leaving one of the old radio stations we were working in. It was winter, it was cold, but it was sunny. And I remember hearing the news as they turned on my car. And then later that night, hearing the rejoicing of the media on the left. And it made me so sad. How depraved, how twisted, how narcissistic, how dark. I would never celebrate. I don't celebrate John Fetterman's stroke, for heaven's sakes. Who would? I don't celebrate watching Joe Biden fumble and bumble and embarrass himself. In fact, on this program, I've said multiple times, I blame Jill Biden, who's more worried about you calling her Dr. Jill than she is protecting her husband from what clearly is coming, which is total embarrassment. Because it has been. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio Program, my my friends. So earlier in the program, we had said we'd shared a great mashup video of this propaganda spin that the media is trying to tell you. Ah, this economy, it's the great. Joe Biden has done such a great job. Never in history. I mean, look at how much we're winning. Oh, we're doing awesome. And then the reality of people living in their cars and people from all walks of life taking videos of themselves saying, I can't even tread water, I'm drowning. And I've never worked harder. It is about destroying us. And MSNBC, by the way, was the one that the majority of those clips in that mashup came from. Every now and again, there's a random act of journalism on CNN. Rare. But when it comes out, I'm intrigued by that. 
why is someone being honest? Why is a talking head on CNN sharing what I believe is truth? Because we are so used to it not being that way. And so yesterday on CNN, some CNN program, it was very obvious what the plan is. The Biden administration, the powers that be in the uniparty sewer, want to drown Donald Trump in documents and speed up the clock. We're going to put so much on your plate. There's no way you could possibly, possibly prepare. We're going to dance on your constitutional rights. And we're going to do something that's never been done before. Speeding up the timeline this fast in such a few short months to to present so much discovery. And CNN yesterday actually called it out. Why? Got a couple pieces of sound I want you to hear. First is a woman by the name of Caroline Polisi. Polisi. She's a criminal defense attorney, obviously some kind of compensated guest, I would presume, on CNN. And the host of the program, he's a nice-looking and seems reasonable young man, and he's talking to her about what is required of Donald Trump and his legal team and what is required in the amount of time that they have to race against the clock to get it done. And I want you to hear what she says. This is a big ask. This is a big ask, and I've not seen it before. Here's the defense attorney, Caroline Polisi, on CNN yesterday. Go. I'm a criminal defense attorney, so I do tend to align myself more with that side of things. That being said, you know, 2026 was a bit of a reach. That's what they were arguing for. Um, You know, as again, as a defense attorney, you you can't just really take the government's word for it. There are 12 million documents here to look through. The government noted, you know, there are duplicative documents in that dump that he's, you know, has many of them in his possession already. However, you know, you can't just go on that. You are going to want to look through those documents to make sure there's nothing in there that's a surprise. There are sophisticated ways to, to, to sift through those documents, sure. word search ability. Um, that being said, you know, March 4th, it's, it's, it's coming up. A lot of federal trials would give, you know, would give more time on that. Yeah, but this is Donald Trump, and we have to throw everything we can at him to destroy him. He's a 78-year-old man. Right? 77, 78. And they think they can wear him down. He couldn't possibly go out and and campaign. He couldn't possibly go to all of these venues where he would hold rallies, where tens of thousands of people, some of whom drive 8, 10, 12 hours just to see him and be around other like-minded patriots. It's total destruction. That's what they want. And that's not what they'll get. They will get the steeliest resolve ever. They will get a man who, no matter what his age says, will be singularly focused on one thing, and that is saving America. Now, this is CNN's Ellie Honig. He is their senior legal analyst. Now, I've not heard him talk like this before. I find this very interesting. But I think people who are deeply ensconced in whatever their field of study, whether it's law or medicine or physics or what have you, 
when somebody comes in and tries to manipulate the sanctity of that field that you are deeply immersed in, that your life oscillates in, you've got a threshold. And I think some people, even on the left, even on CNN, are saying what needs to be said. This has not been done before. They are asking the impossible, and they are doing so for a reason. Here is CNN's senior legal analyst. Go. Judges have very wide discretion when it comes to setting trial dates. And I agree this will be an issue Donald Trump will appeal eventually. But it's cutting it really close here to, to make Donald Trump on a case with 12 million, doc, 12 million pages of documents go to trial in seven months. And some of the uh, rationales that DOJ offered up that the judge agreed with, I, I think, don't cut it. For example, one of the things DOJ argued and the judge agreed with is, well, he's sort of known that this was a possibility for a year or so. Yeah. Going back to the January 6th trust, that's not the way it works in our system. You are not on notice as a criminal defendant until an indictment drops. That's the purpose of an indictment. You can't just say, well, you kind of should have known there was something floating out there in the ether. That doesn't cut it. I also agree with Caroline. You know, one of the big rationales has been, well, we, the prosecutors, we gave you this handy guide to most important documents. That's nice. That's a sweet courtesy. But guess what? It's up to the defense lawyer to decide what matters to the defense. So I think they're cutting it pretty close to the line here with respect to Donald Trump's constitutional right to fully prepare. All right. So you have this, them talking about dancing on Donald Trump's constitutional rights for what is he accused of? Right. Garbage. Juxtapose that, says Fox News, to Florida Congressman Byron Donalds with what you know as a member of the House Oversight Committee who's had access to all those suspicious activity reports, who's heard all of the testimony, even the one that was anonymous. All of this stuff, you've heard all the details, you've seen all the records in the reports. Juxtapose what Donald Trump is accused of, which we're still baffled by, and what Joe Biden, we know, credibly has done to break the law. This is blistering. Go. What we've learned about the Biden family is very simple, that uh, Joe Biden and his son set up a web of corruption around the vice presidency and around Joe Biden so they could shake down these companies that are overseas and shake down these foreign, these, uh, foreign governments. It's really that simple. They set up 20 LLCs to do so. They set up a web of accounts to do this, to conceal the money from the American people and conceal the money from the IRS. Uh, Hunter Biden was getting on planes with his father, getting on Air Force Two. He wasn't flying Delta overseas. He was on Air Force Two. And every time Joe Biden went into a country, surprise, surprise, Hunter Biden was getting a deal with somebody in that country, somebody that he met with. Then we found out that Joe Biden actually has um, other emails that are aliases of Joe Biden, Robert L. Peters being one of them. So this is the way that Joe Biden was communicating throughout through the back door. And we're trying to get those emails right now. We know through Devin Archer, Joe Biden actually was on the phone. He went to Cafe Milano. He met with the widow of the Moscow mayor. And so all this demonstrates that there was a massive pay for play scheme set up by Joe Biden. In my view, Hunter Biden's the bad man, but Joe Biden is the actual big guy. And that's what you have here. Compare that with what what they're doing in uh, in federal court and in Georgia with Donald Trump, where they have all these weird conspiracy laden theories to bring indictments. This is nuts. And what this judge in D.C. is doing is worse because she actually is playing politics. To be honest with you, Maria, I've never seen 
a court move this fast to bring a trial. All, all the way I've seen it move this fast is that the defendant requests it. But that's not what's occurred here. She wants to interfere in this election, and she is using her courtroom to do it. And we all know why. And people all across America know why. And Brandon Straka, with his microphone on the street, finds two black women. They know why. Period. The rapper getting the tat of his mugshot on his thigh. He knows why. The people putting up the murals. Buying the merchandise. And walking away from the Democrat Party. They know why. Facts. And wait until I tell you this particular story regarding how much time the media have spent using a singular word to describe in a negative fashion President Trump. It's so clear, so obvious, and very intriguing to me that CNN had even a glimmer of integrity on its panel. Again, why? All right, Field of Greens, I talked to you about Field of Greens, and I love when I get testimonials from you guys. It's so exciting that you go and and you believe what I say, you hear what I say, because I have personal relationships with our sponsors, right? I don't just get on here and say, hey, you should buy this. If I haven't used it and I don't like it, I don't talk about it. Field of Greens, I talk about it because I like it, because I drink it, and I drink it every day. Heather writes this. I don't think this was Heather. I'm sorry. This is Brenda. She writes, Hi, Wendy. I wrote to you about Field of Greens and the benefits I saw from it. Well, I just went to my stylist today. When she came over, she started putting her fingers through my hair and telling me how much thicker my hair felt and wanted to know what I did. I'd been losing some hair due to a thyroid issue, and she was helping me try to get some of it back, but it was really slow going. She asked me what I was doing. I told her about Field of Greens, and she asked me for the website and for your promo code so she could give it to her clients who are having the similar issues because she could not believe the difference in the last six weeks since she's seen me. It works. Brenda, I got to thank you. Folks, if it's your hair, if it's your skin, if it is your nails, you're going to see the effects of Field of Greens because each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens, and there are dozens of them, whole organic fruits and vegetables, each one selected medically for a specific health benefit to help vital organs, including your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and the effects outwardly too, your skin, your hair, your nails, undeniably, undeniably good. So get 15% off right now your first order, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Wendy. If you subscribe, you will save 10%. Try it. I like it. I think you will, too. Fieldofgreens.com. Use Wendy as the promo code. Okay, when we come back, I want to read you this study. And it's specific to one word. How many times since the beginning of the year, up through like middle August, did the mainstream media use the word bombshell? And how many times did they use it against Donald Trump? This is fascinating. Fascinating. Everybody sees it. We got the proof next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Well, you know, apparently, according to the Media Research Center and their website, newsbusters.org, it's a great website, I suggest it. How about this headline, nothing is a bombshell when it comes to Joe Biden. 
listen to this. Journalists' efforts to sanitize President Biden's scandals extend far beyond what they do or don't cover. Take, for example, the media's use of the term bombshell to describe political scandals. You guys, we've got a president who in bombshell fashion has been bribed. We know tens of millions of dollars worth. We know this. How much coverage? What? They almost never use the descriptor in reference to scandals which are politically damaging to Democrats. Meanwhile, they apply the term liberally when discussing Republicans. MRC media research analysts examined all regular coverage on liberal cable, CNN and MSNBC, and broadcast ABC, CBS, NBC networks from January 1 through August 23rd. So last, what, Wednesday? For all cases in which the term bombshell was deployed, of the 536 instances found, seven, only seven of them were in reference to unflattering news about Joe Biden. That's 1.3%. Where were the lion's share? Well, (laughs) there were 147 supposed bombshells about Trump during the same stretch of time. Below are the rankings of what TV journalists thought were the most deserving of the explosive descriptor. Donald Trump comes in number one with 147 mentions connected to that. Number two, Dominion's lawsuit against Trump, 57 times. 48 times bombshell was used in reference to Prince Harry's new book. Who cares? 45 times bombshell was used regarding ethics questions around Justice Clarence Thomas. 38 times bombshell was used to describe various murder cases. All the way down at number 16, only seven times bombshell was used to represent or to describe President Biden and or his family. Based on the data, the the media apparently felt that there were seven times more bombshells in Prince Harry's stupid book than there were in eight and a half months worth of news about President Biden and his crime family syndicate. Even Alec Baldwin got the bombshell treatment more than the president did. Joe Biden did. He got 10 of them. Uh, Really? The overwhelming majority... 74.6% of the bombshells that were reported in the hack media were stories that were damaging to Republicans, while just 11 instances, only 3% could be seen as harmful for Democrats. You don't think that everyday average Americans, of which each of us is one, can see right through this? That we haven't talked about it every single day. That we don't go over it at every time, every opportunity we can. And that it's not making a difference. Please. Victor Orban, Prime Minister of Hungary. On with Tucker Carlson last night on his X page, his Twitter page. It is so good. It is so important. We broke it down five or six clips for you. We got it on deck. Do not miss this next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio program. Do you remember? Uh, Do you remember a time when um, 
when the Democrats weren't totally panicking over what's coming their way, because it seems like every every move they've tried to put all their eggs in this specific basket. Right. We're going to we're going to silence Tucker Carlson. We're going to take him off the air. Uh, we're going to get rid of him and, and we're going to do so without explanation. And we are going to piss off millions of Americans, the most watched dude on TV. And we're just going to we're just going to kneecap him and we're going to silence him. Well, what you do is you set someone free in that realm and you allow them without the shackles of whatever the corporate structure rules and limitations are. You know, if there is you can't talk about that or we don't want you to go there or that's off limits to somebody like me, to somebody like Tucker Carlson. You, you don't do that because it immediately makes us suspicious and it immediately muzzles someone who vehemently, fervently, passionately believes in freedom of speech for everybody. And I defend people who I disagree with all the time and their right to say what they want to say. It's not just for me. It is for thee. It is for we. And that is the struggle. And so watching, watching Tucker Carlson go out and reinvent himself which isn't complicated to do. It just need you need to do it quickly. And he did to go out and to present on Twitter X. Thank God for Elon Musk. Right. That's that's huge. Interviews that you're not going to get anywhere else because the mainstream media long ago gave up any kind of intellectual curiosity that they, they stopped being the fourth estate, the people who looked over those in power to ensure that the checks and balances were there, to to hold accountable people who strayed off course. They jumped in bed and went off course. And then they went off the cliff off the course with the Biden administration. And then it's been going on for a long time. For Tucker Carlson to come out and say, you know what, I want to I want to interview all these different people. They'll answer. Because the following is like the Trump following. It's not about Tucker Carlson. It's about access to the information. It's not necessarily about Donald Trump. It's about what he represents, which is what anybody with sanity represents. So when he sat down last night or aired last night on Twitter, I can't say X, it's just so stupid. Viktor Orban, the prime minister of of Hungary, who is a conservative, who the Biden administration dumped a ton of U.S. taxpayer dollars into in a smear ad campaign against him. Why? Because Viktor Orban believes in the same values that we do. And in a culture such as Hungary's, It's a country that's 1,100 years old. We're just, you know, a couple hundred and growing. They've got four times the culture and the history and the stories and the wars and the suffering and the ebbing and the flowing and the pride and the identity. And Viktor Orban has been a phenomenal leader of that country. So Tucker Carlson flies there. And having a son who just studied there a year ago now, I'm very interested in hearing what the prime minister of Hungary has to say. And it's a lot about Ukraine. As we delve into what 
was said, Joe Biden has asked Congress to send another $250 million in military aid to Ukraine. For what? What are we getting? Is there progress? Is there an end game? Is there an end date? Is there a pivotal moment? Is there a, what is it? Well, don't ask those questions. Tucker Carlson does. In audio soundbite number one with Viktor Orban, what's really going on in the Ukraine? This is a neighbor of yours. You know better than anybody. And we here in the United States that the Ukrainians are winning. It's this tremendous David overcoming Goliath story. Is that really what's going on? Listen to the answer. Audio soundbite one. In the United States, um, the view is that Ukraine is winning this war. It doesn't sound like that's true. No, it's a lie. It's not just a misunderstanding. It's a lie. It's impossible. Everybody who's in politics and understand the logic, the figures, the data, no way. Why is it impossible? Because that way, the Ukrainian, the poor Ukrainians die every day. Yes. Hundreds and thousands, you know. So I'm, my heart is with them. So it's, 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 uh, it's tragedy. It's tragedy for Ukraine. But they will run out earlier from the soldiers, number of soldiers, than the Russians. What finally will count is boots on the ground. And the Russians are far stronger. Far numerous, more numerous There's more than of Ukrainians. Many more. Anybody who's living in, in a world of common sense would know that. Look at your landmass. Look at your population. Look at your resources. Look at Ukraine. Joe Biden can send everything in the world to him from the United States. Is that going to change anything? Well, he's playing a very dangerous game. And it's a game, for, it's a game that's very dangerous for the entire world. So Tucker is going to ask about, is the goal to eliminate Putin? Is that the goal? Just take him out, be done with him. Will there ever be a coup? Are they ever going to get rid of this guy? Listen to the response. Go. To understand the Russians, it's a difficult thing, especially if you have a, an ocean between you and Russia. Uh, so, so when we speak about politics, I, I mean Westerners, what is the focus point of our conversation? The focus point is freedom how to provide more and more freedom to the people. Yes. Uh, when you speak on politics in Russia, this is not the number one issue. The number one issue, how to keep together the country, because the country is very big. And, and, and there's a privilege of the question how to keep together the country and not freedom. Freedom is just another issue, second, third, whatever. First, keep the country together. And that's generate a different kind of culture and understanding of politics. That's create a, a kind of military approach like yes. they have. Always on security, safety, buffer zone, geopolitical approaches. It's not, it's not our culture. It's a different approach. It's legitimate to have that because it's their history. But we have to understand that we cannot beat them as we do just now. It's impossible. They will not kill their leader. They will never give it up. They will keep together the country and they will defend it. We finance more, they will invest more. If we, if we send more technical equipments, they will produce more. So don't misunderstand the Russians. So they're not going to get sick of Putin and throw him out? <sighs> Come on, it's a joke. We just learned in a minute and 23 seconds more about the background, the culture, the thought process of what is important in Russian culture than we've gotten in the tens of billions of dollars 
that have gone to Ukraine to fight ostensibly something that is an unwinnable battle. And yet we continue, we meaning the ubiquitous they in charge of the United States. Do you think Joe Biden has a has a clue in the world about the culture of Russia, about what's going on there, about what's what's different in our Western world versus theirs? No, he doesn't care. It's not about that. It's not about the people of Ukraine. They don't care about the people of Ukraine any more than they care about you and your struggles. It's based on them. It's based on what do they gain. And if there's not a monetary benefit, if something's not happening to line the pockets of the people who continue to vote for this nonsense, I would be shocked because that's the only game. Period. And Tucker goes on. In audio soundbite number three, what if the Ukraine runs out of soldiers? What happens then? Because if Biden thinks that we're going to go fight something, that's the beginning of the end. And these two men sitting at this table are keenly aware of it. Again, this is Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban. Go. At a certain point, they're going to need more men. They're going to need more soldiers. Where are they going to come from? That's the most risky question. So if the, any Western country would send any boots on the ground, that would mean a direct war between the West and Russia. And we are in a third world war immediately. So it's a, it's a, it's a very dangerous moment now. That's, that's obvious to you? Absolutely. Not, not, not for me. Everybody on the street. All the, all the ordinary citizens are aware that we are living in a very dangerous moment. So the third world war couldn't knocking on our door. So we have to be very, very careful. And that's my message always to America as well at NATO summit. Be, be careful. With that. Be very, very careful with a demented, decrepit, corrupt, felonious president. Do you, you guys feel confident that, that this guy having the keys to the kingdom? That's good. Right. How scary is that? And then how about this? Remember the whole Nord Stream thing? We're going to we're going to blow up. Somebody is going to blow up this pipeline between Russia, this natural gas pipeline between Russia and the rest of Europe. We're going to knock it out. And in so doing, we're really going to fudge with some European countries' economies, namely Germany. Tucker Carlson, in his way, because he's not owned by Fox News, because he's liberated. Thank you, Fox can say the bombshell of all bombshells if we're going to quote the Media Research Center. Because everybody knows. Joe Biden, actually Barack Obama, is the one who ordered that hit. Go. I I have to ask you about Nord Stream. So it seems very obvious that the Biden administration blew up Nord Stream, either directly or through proxies. I don't think, I've never heard anyone dispute that, really. How is Western Europe, and Germany in particular, the biggest NATO member, in Europe, not say anything about this. It seemed, I mean, that that just crushed the German economy. Why don't they say a word about it? So when it it has happened, we commented it as a terrorist attack. Yes. It was rejected in in Germany and in the West. It was not a terrorist attack, it was was something, (laughs) you know? So, so that's a, that's a kind of evidence of lack of sovereignty. But it's, there, it's, it's the job of the Germans. I would not like to criticize them. What we Hungarians did immediately, we made clear that there is another pipeline, not just Nordic Stream, but there is a southern stream. 
coming gas from Russia through the southern corridor. Turkey, Bulgaria, Serbia, Hungary. And together with the Serbian Prime Minister, President, we did very clear that if anybody would like to do the same thing with the southern corridor as it was done with the northern one, we consider it as a reason for war or terrorist attack and we will immediately react. So don't, don't do that. Probably you can do it with the Germans, but you can't do that with, 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 with this region. <clears throat> that was very much clear. Do you clear. think people understand that? I think so. You were not speaking to the Russians when you said that? On that, on that subject? Yes. It's, it's a Hungarian issue, it's not a Russian issue. <laughs> right, but when you said to the world, don't commit an act of terror against this pipeline, you it weren't was speaking not, to It was not addressed to Moscow, no. No, no it was not. No, it was directed towards Washington, D.C. You blow up our southern pipeline, we believe that is an act of terror. We believe that is an act of war. You don't want to do that. And meanwhile, you're supposed to just believe, like, this is so weird, as the Biden administration says, we, we have no idea what happened. They think you're stupid. But everybody's awake. They're the ones, sadly, who don't see it. And wait until you hear what Viktor Orban says about the one thing that could save and stop the war in Ukraine and literally save planet Earth. One thing. I've got that coming up. You know, I know a lot of women who care about their skin, but I know a lot of men who do too. And this is something that helps all of us. If you look in the mirror, and I have one on my face, you have a, a dark spot, maybe from skin exposure or age spots, liver spots, whatever you want to call them. I call them ugly. And they make you feel kind of bleh, right? Well, what if you could get rid of them super quickly? And you could do so at a 70% discount. And what if you could do it... Uh, like now. Well, you can. Thanks to our friends at GenuCell. I love this brand. I love these people. I love the products that they make because I use their skincare line and I rave about it. This is new. It's called the Dark Spot Corrector. It's got three cutting edge ingredients. Goes to work super fast to target sunspots, dark spots, liver spots, even old discoloration, both on your face and your hands. And you're going to be totally blown away by how fast you see results. Buying it now is the perfect time because you can erase the, the skin spots caused by the summer sun. With GenuCell, you're going to see results or your money back. No questions asked guaranteed go to genucell.com use my name wendy genucell.com forward slash wendy to get yours over 70 percent off the retail price this is genucell's most popular package free shipping free returns and the best luxury skincare you've ever used 70 percent off one more time genucell.com forward slash wendy what does Viktor Orban in Hungary see as the one thing that would save planet Earth from all the crazy, all the liberal madness, all the me, 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 me people out there? It's beautiful. And it's next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So it's Tucker Carlson's video dropped last night on Twitter. He's sitting down with Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban. And he's talking about NATO. The, the whole 30-minute interview is fascinating because he asks a very basic question. What even is the purpose of NATO? What is the purpose of NATO? And, and Orban pretty much says, well, basically, it's all the countries working together to protect Europe from Russia. And I was like, I've never heard it said that way. These guys 
People, it's so easy to look at someone who doesn't speak English like as their primary language and to think that because of that barrier, they couldn't possibly see the insanity that's going on. He's so on the ball. And so when Tucker Carlson says, hey, so if you were in charge, if you were the guy in charge of NATO, like NATO, what's your play? How do you end this war in Ukraine? How do we get things going again? How do we get the, the, the train back on the track? It's the last soundbite, though there's so much more we didn't cut up for you. Listen to the answer. It's great. Um, So if you were in charge of NATO, if you were, say, Joe Biden, uh, what would your next move be in the war in Ukraine? What would you do? Peace, immediately. Call back Trump. That's, that's, That's the only way out. Call back Trump. Call back Trump. Because, you know... You can criticize him for many reasons. I understand all the, all the discussion, but you know, the best foreign policy of the recent several decades belonged to him. He did not initiate any new war. Yes. He treated nicely the, 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 the North Koreans and, and Russia, even the Chinese, you know. He, he, he delivered a policy which was the best one for Middle, for Middle East. Abraham Accords. Yes. So, so that was a very good foreign policy. He, you know, he's criticized that he's not, you know, he's not educated enough to understand the word. But this is not the case. Facts count. And his foreign policy was the best one for the world in the last several decades I have seen. And if he would have been the president at the moment of the Russian invasion started, no, it would, it, it would be not possible to do that by the Russians. So Trump is the man who can save the Western world and uh, probably the human beings in, uh, in the globe as well. Trump is the man who can save the Western world and probably all the human beings in the globe. <laughs> what? Oh, no, he's just so... He's so gross. He's so gauche. He's so... Bleh. No. Everybody sees it. It's great. And the left is losing it because it's spreading and it's coming out and it's coming out in the inner cities and it's coming out in the suburbs and it's coming out on the farm and it's coming out everywhere. There is one path. Tucker asked Orban one final question. You just recently won re-election and it was a, it was a nail biter, right? We're told it was a nail biter. You are conservative. Biden and, and, and all of the lackeys on the left wanted you out. Do you think you would have ever gone after your political opponent as you were running for re-election? Would you have ever gone after your opponent using your Justice Department, that system of justice, to throw bogus charges, use fake uh, charges and documents to politically persecute and even imprison your political opponent? And Orban says that's not the culture of this country, Hungary. We don't do that. We have to follow rules. We have to tell the truth. And by the way, if we did that, we'd be acting as communists. That's the communist way. Well, welcome to America, infiltrated by the freaking communist party. These aren't just leftists. This is why I say leftist, communist, Marxist, socialist wackos. That's what they are. God, this show's going fast. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program, moments away. When justice does become politically motivated, 
Oh boy, the sorority case regarding the transgender guy who wants to be a sister? Drop your jaw. Hold on. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Mm-hmm.